Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 60. Wow. I'm back. You Thank guys you. couldn't get rid of me. I know you tried, but yeah. we reviewed Jimmy's application, and unfortunately he's not qualified to replace me. Yeah, things just don't work out with the rest of Yeah, it's all right. We couldn't afford him, honestly. Yeah, so. We lost, uh, you know, we're, I don't know if we have enough patrons to kind of to pay that sort of rate. <laughs> but if you want to help, you can join us on Patreon at the patreon.com slash handmade podcast. How are you guys doing? You missed me last week? With we did. Patreon or just in general? In general. I, I, think I, I, think I, I think I lost a couple patrons, but that's okay. But I, but I gained a couple this week, so. Oh, you've, you've been struggling with some Yes, yes, some and stuff, I, I don't blame so. them. I, I would have left me months ago, but they're more faithful than I am, so. But I can't tell if you're talking about patrons or something else. Yeah, just everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's for the after show and the yeah. pre-show. If you guys want to find out yeah. what happened in uh, in Maker World this week, you could join us in the pre-show and find out what's going on with Derek and Paul. And we I should drop it to else. five. We should drop it to five hundred dollars so we get more. I think we should raise people. it to fifteen hundred dollars. No, so that we can weed out. In. What if we made it? Well. Actually, we made it like twenty. Know, like do, you, let's make it twenty-five bucks. Show. And then I bet we'll get a bunch of people, and we can okay. still let loose, and 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 give them a good, you know, because we can so probably trust those people. Like, just just sell sell the widgets for cheap, and just sell in bulk. Yeah, well, no okay. one's buying. All right, so how about this? One. We're gonna make it twenty five bucks. I'm gonna do it right now, and and oh. I'm gonna have to have some sort of NDA in. The You're gonna have to. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. So, so it's gonna be so an we'll oath. get a bunch of people that will join. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we'll just probably, you know. So I think that, and I'm going to explain the rules right now. So if you've listened to this, then you know that it's $25. If you sign up for the pre-show on the Handmade Podcast Patreon, you agree not to expose what we talk about in the pre-show. And if you do, 
we will use the power of all of our social media and all of our friends' social media yeah. to publicly shame you for violating yeah. the circle of trust yes. of the Handmade Podcast and by signing up to agree to these terms. Yeah, and once they're out, they can never come back into that circle. That's it. We'll make Jimmy, That's we'll it. Make Jimmy we'll, unfollow them. And we'll all them. block you. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we'll make Jimmy follow yeah. them. And then if he doesn't already, and unfollow. then immediately unfollow them. That's enough so to make people keep their mouth yeah. shut. Jimmy right. will never repost That's your right. stories again, even if you tag him. <laughs> yeah, but how, how, do we, how do we get Jimmy to keep his mouth shut? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's already exactly. in the cone of secrecy. He knows. Yeah. yeah. He knows what he can and can't talk about, I guess. Yeah, yeah. he knows what he can and can't talk about. Yeah, remember we Who else is he going to tell se- besides us? The separate secret That's side true. conversation because of him. Yeah, yeah. We don't use yeah. that one anymore, but he couldn't even mm-hmm. be trusted. So. Yeah. But what have you been up to, Chris? What you do? What, where you been? Uh, well, I got married, and you guys apparently talked about it in the last episode, which I haven't listened to yet. But uh, I got married. You guys came to my wedding. It was a great day, best day of my great. life. I was great to have you guys there, my friends and family, all family, if you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. At my wedding, I had a great time. I hope you guys did too. Yeah, and it was a blast. It was really nice. Then Angela and I went to Banff in Canada, which is the most beautiful place I, in the whole goddamn world. Let ridiculous. me interrupt you. I've never heard of that place. Neither have I. N- really? Nothing. Yeah, and then I seen pictures. Your pictures, dude, unbelievable. It's it is so crazy because it's one of those places where like i've i've seen photos of it i mean angela and i have wanted to go for a while yeah. um and you get there and it is exactly the way it looks in photos without an a, without a filter without an enhancement yeah. it is unbelievable and it's a it, it's not like it's a national park but it's not the way that we think about national parks in the states where you like driving through an entrance and then there's like stuff in the park it's all like kind of on a highway it's almost like the smoky mountains Mm -hmm. you know where like you're in kind of like the shenandoah national park but you're not really in a park yeah so you you fly into calgary which is in alberta uh the the park is four hours north of uh montana uh like north like you know it's not Mm -hmm. too far from the u.s yeah. And then you're in the town of Banff, which is like a little mountain town, very similar to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, if you like uh-huh. have ever been there. And then you can drive um, four hours up this parkway called the Icefields Parkway to Jasper, which is where I saw the screaming elk. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, then once you're there, it's just but the whole the whole drive is just the same beauty the whole way. And it's this amazing blue water and uh, glaciers and snow. And it was just it was really amazing. Wow. But um, yeah, it like, wasn't so much a vacation where we relaxed, though, because we we flew in, we landed in Calgary, we drove an hour to Banff, and then we spent four days basically hiking and driving and sightseeing uh-huh. and then flew home because we, we really didn't plan for a long trip there. And then two days after I got home, packed my stuff, and I went to the Dominican Republic for my day job, which yeah. is – I'm still on that trip right now as we record this podcast. Yeah. So – I've been nice. very busy, but I got yeah. a lot of stuff going on uh, at the shop. I got a lot of stuff going on at work, and mm-hmm. but it's all good stuff. And I we have the Maker Camp coming up, so that'll be like the next step of my vacation. Yeah, I think the Maker Camp's going to have a ton of people. It sounds I like it. Gonna, oh my God, huh? I think it, it like the timing's perfect because it just like everybody wants to get out, and mm-hmm. it just seems like nobody's been to anything. You know, in the maker yeah. community, so I think it's... It's uh, really the only event 
of the last two years, if you think yeah, about it. Yeah. Because yeah. the only the last event that everybody went to, which I don't think Paul, I don't think you came, was Workbench Con. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. in 2020. Wow. There yeah. was a Workbench Con in February in Atlanta, and right when that was happening, COVID was just peaking yeah. on the west. It's coast. so funny because I, yeah, I remember it was on the west coast, and I remember going to Logan and um, airport and bumping into somebody and i remember my wife telling me she where i was talking to her on the phone because i missed my flight and she's like oh my god it's like crazy they're saying everybody's wearing masks and i'm like really mm-hmm. i was like you know what i was like i seen a couple people getting off planes with the masks and she's like oh she's like do you need one or anything i'm like no I, nobody's mentioned anything and you know flew down to atlanta we had the whole thing there and it was literally when we got home everything shut down you know it was like a week later or something it was maybe two weeks but it was just so crazy because i remember just seeing some people with masks and thinking wow imagine like if everybody was wearing these things Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that would never happen you can't imagine them not wearing them yeah yeah i know it's it's so crazy i I don't know about you guys i've been wearing uh masks and it's like you know i'm vaccinated and it's like um you know, some towns around here where I live, it's required indoors. But, like, my wife works with an elderly woman. And, not elderly, an older woman, but she has health issues. And, you know, she's just real concerned. She's like, I would never want to get her sick. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it just it's scary. Like, a guy I work with, he's not vaccinated, but he's very, very sick on a ventilator and doesn't look good for him and it, it just it's so scary it's like it's like came back you know and it's like yeah i, I don't know you know and it, it's gonna be nice to go to the maker camp because it's gonna be you know outdoors for the most part and you can see people and stuff but it is um it's just crazy the last couple of years you know it, how it's been you know i'm sure they were afraid this was going to be canceled and stuff because it does mm. seem like some places are shutting things down again but i don't know it's just such a such a crazy you know time you know but yeah it's uh so you guys know that i was heavily involved with the bmx community for a long time um and i wasn't i I met this guy a couple of times but his name was kenny garth and he was a texas an austin texas guy he just passed away from covid and he's like a fit shit guy in his 30s apparently he was on a ventilator for the i had no idea he was sick and and him and i weren't i wouldn't call him a friend of mine but i just knew of him and knew him through the circle of people that i was friends with um and apparently i read on instagram that he had been on a ventilator for like the last four or five weeks wow and he died in his 30s and this is like a guy that still probably went and rode his bike he was a helicopter pilot i I learned you know you learn things about people that you know after they've passed away right all these these things uh when people start to talk about them but you know, when you read about that, you're mm. like, that makes me nervous of like, holy shit. Like, yeah. you know, especially with all the traveling that I have to do, I'm always like, mm. oh my God. Like, you know, I'm just on airplanes. How, how are things in the Dominican? People have masks there or like. People I mean, wear masks. I, They're yeah. big on sanitizer. I mean, where I was in the Dominican yeah. is very, um, let's call it westernized. Yeah. So there's a lot of precaution, a lot of spraying yeah. and yeah. cleaning and, you know, yeah. uh, but, um, I asked a lot of people how COVID affected the DR, and basically what they were saying was that they they kept it pretty tight. They did a they did a really strict curfew for a long time, mm-hmm. where like I think you had to leave your job by five p.m. and you had three hours to get home to like limit the nightlife. Because what I noticed when I was there was 
you get a lot of like small businesses that uh, that people just kind of hang out at. Mm-hmm. So like driving through the town, you'll have like a liquor store, or, like a like a chicken chicken place or a livestock place, and there's always just people like loitering outside, and they mm-hmm. they they have a big like motorbike culture because fuel is like so expensive. So people, mm-hmm. I guess, drive motorbikes to save money on fuel. So you've got like you'll see twenty motorbikes and like. 20 guys sitting on them just and they're not like taxi drivers they're just yeah. kind of sitting around and bullshitting and doing whatever they do so i would imagine that obviously the government knowing the culture of the island would say we gotta we gotta stop that mm. so i'm sure the, the curfew had to do with it but um they were pretty good but the, one of the things that was interesting to me was the americans and the european nationals that i met there they didn't have the uh same vaccines that we got they had the Chinese vaccines Oof. at first, and the U.S. doesn't recognize those vaccines, so they couldn't travel to the U.S. It's for a really water. long time. So, <laughs> so one of the guys, yeah. one of the guys that I met, um, grape juice. It was yeah. called, I think it was called Sinovac or something like that. Cyanide? He got it. Was it Sinovac? He got it right, <laughs> and he needed to travel to the U.S. for something, and they wouldn't let him go. So then he got the Pfizer on top of that. Oh, mm. that's so you're mixing so and matching like, yeah. vaccines. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I I, I, I hate to make people uh, feel bad in hindsight, but as he was telling me, I was like, dude, I don't. You know might you might as well but, throw the Johnson and Johnson in on top of it. But mm. what they were saying was that as of November first, the U.S. is going to recognize the Chinese vaccine that they all got. But uh, who knows what version they got? Anyway, um, yeah. but you still got to do everything. You got to be vaccinated. You got to get tested. You got to this, and they check your temperature and yeah, ah, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, I feel bad. This kid I work with that's in the hospital. He, uh, like I said, he was not vaccinated, but he had a stroke from. Uh, he has this uh, condition. He had a blood clot when he's probably like forty nine, and uh, he had a bad stroke. He almost died from it. And he was just afraid, you know, he was afraid he doesn't, you know, take many meds and stuff. And he was afraid to take it, you know, and it's, you know, looking back, I'm sure he's wishing he had now. But Mm -hmm. it just it just when you see people, you know, you know, for the most part, healthy people just dying from it still. It's just sad to see, you know, but it's not good. Yeah. No, it's not. It's just it's horrible. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. Yeah, it's it's scary. And I've been. You know, again with all the traveling, going to Canada was a oh god, yeah, what a nightmare! Sad. Oh, I got yeah. I got a Derek's dilemma. Oh yeah, let me hear. Oh my god, <laughs> let me tell you, if you are an American and you want to travel to Canada, there's a lot of shit that they don't tell you that you have to deal with. So so going going from out of the U.S. into the U.S., you need to get COVID tested, but it's the rapid test, and it has to be within three days of your flight. And that's a very important, right? Three days. Mm-hmm. So if your flight is on Wednesday, Instead you have to get tested. Instead of three days, you should be saying 72 hours, it sounds like. No, it's... so for the, for the U.S., it's three days. And they're yeah. specific. So mm-hmm. it's any time in the three days before your flight, you have to get a rapid test, the antigen test, which takes 10 minutes. To go into Canada, it's written, well, it's assumed it's three days. But it's not. It's 72 hours from the mm, time yeah. of your departure. Mm. So my flight to Canada was at 5 p.m. Um, from Atlanta. So we flew from New York to Atlanta to Canada. So 5 p.m. from Atlanta to Canada. Angela and I got tested at 12 p.m. three days before our flight. And because I was worried that our test results weren't going to come back in time, I made us go. Which was the, the day of your day. wedding, right? 
Saturday was my wedding. Yeah, Sunday so we got yeah, tested. you got to put that in. Well, you got tested Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. We went the next oh, okay. day. We went the next day. So I, I was nervous that our test results weren't going to come back in time. So we made appointments on Monday to go to Walgreens and get tested. First we went to CVS, then to Walgreens. And this is the, the, the reason it's so important is because it's that two to three day test mm. where it takes a couple days for the results to come back. It's the PCR test. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that makes it more complicated because how do you get tested three days before your flight when the results take three days to come back? Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how can you do that? So we get to the gate and the woman starts checking our thing and we show her the ones from CVS and she goes, oh, no, these are no good. She goes, oh. you got tested too early. Oh. And I said, well, uh, uh, wait a sec. She goes, oh, so, so immediately it's, a, it's all a fucking scam. Immediately she hands us a piece of paper with the hotel we can stay at and the oh, other place yeah. we can go and get tested. And we can spend another night in Atlanta and pay for a, probably a $250 hotel room and then a $180 test mm-hmm. and this and meals and all this bullshit. So I go, oh, wait a second. I said, I got, we got other tests. So we showed her our Walgreens test. Good to go. Seven other people from our flight weren't allowed to fly wow. because their tests were from on Sunday too early. So then we get on the plane and behind us are some Canadians. And the guy is complaining to his friend about how the day before his test was eight minutes too early for him to be within the 72-hour window, and Jesus they would not let him get Christ. on the plane. Over yeah. eight minutes. So he had to stay in a hotel, get a COVID test, buy himself meals, and he said the whole ordeal cost him about $500 Canadian Yeah, well, to, we, for that one extra night in Atlanta. We, and he was going home. So, I mean, if you're going home, I guess it's just an extention of your vacation, yeah. which is probably not pleasurable. But for me, I would have lost a night in the Airbnb, a day of the rental car, and a day off of my vacation, which was already only – like three days. Yeah. I would have lost it. So, and then to make matters worse. And you're vaccinated. <laughs> dude, to make matters worse, right? The way they checked it, it was just the gate agent at the airline. So not like a government body, just like the you know the woman yeah. that gives you the boarding pass. She put a, a sticker on our passport so that they could kind of keep track of who it was. When we got to Canada, they didn't ask us a single oh question. Oh, my God. We walked yeah. right through. They said, what are you guys doing here? I said, we're on our honeymoon. They said, have a great time. They didn't. I had We had yeah. stacks of papers, Angela and I. And yeah. I was like, I got really neurotic about it. I don't like to travel when it comes to paperwork. So I just, I said to Angela, give me your passport. Give me all your shit. I'm going to have everything organized. I'm like desperately trying to hand this stuff away to people. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just going, okay. I went through okay, all this okay. work. I went through all this work. Right? You better check it. That That's what yep. happened when um, they first started allowing, like, the traveling and all that. Massachusetts had a $1,000 fine if you mm. didn't have your test done. So we paid for my daughter and her boyfriend to get tested and, you know, and get all the paperwork, get it all filled, forms filled out for Massachusetts. She lands. She says to the lady, who do I give this to? The lady goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. She's like, well, I need it. She goes, it's the honor system, honey. Like, what? Then how is there Nobody a fine? check it. Dude, it's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. Unless you're one of those losers that just gets off the plane and says, fuck you, I'm not getting tested. I don't know. I don't but know it's just so saying. crazy. It's like, oh, my God. Dude, like, in what? Canada, the fine is $25,000. So, yeah. so to get into Canada, too, you have to, this is another crock of shit. They make you fill out an app called Arrive Can, and it's a Canadian entry app. But you can only fill it out three days before your flight. So you know your flight is in months, right? It's weeks, whatever yeah. it is. So you got to wait for three days. Then, then the, the, the thing is like a thousand freaking questions. And then every time you answer questions, you sign a thing that says if you lie anywhere, you're $25,000 yeah. fucking fine and all this bullshit. 
I don't think they asked us to see that stupid app one time. It yeah. was like, oh, and it, listen, at the end of the day, it worked out. We made it there. We made it back. We tried to get, they tried to extort us. Uh, this, this, here's another part of the gripe. Is this so to leave Canada, or Canada. This is Canada. Oh, I thought to, this was to, a Dominican. To leave Canada and come back to the States, right? You have to get the antigen test. So yeah. we call a clinic to get a test. They go, oh, yeah, sure. We have appointments. You make them online. It's $50. Okay, great. Yeah. She goes, let me ask you, what's the reason for your test? I said, I'm a U.S. citizen going back to the States. She goes, oh. Well, if you're a U.S. citizen, it's actually $150. Uh, we charge a $100 fee if you're not a Canadian national. What the hell? I'm like, uh. for what? So then my, my wife, this is why I married her, when we were at a pharmacy, we were just, I think I like needed to buy deodorant or something. She asked the pharmacist, she goes, hey, where can we get a COVID test? The guy goes, oh, I'll do it. She goes, how much? 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. So, yeah. but can you believe it? Like, just straight up, oh, you're an American? Here's yeah. an extra $100 fee for you. I'm like, fuck yeah, you. it's almost like yeah. that extra fee we, we paid there. Yeah, 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 exactly. I still haven't even checked to see if I got charged that. But when <laughs> we're doing for, the show for, for, for your for your hotel, what? Oh, did you? Did yeah, the the get my room. mom is in the midst. Your mom told us war with that hotel. Yeah, she told I, us she's in the midst of a war. She's trying to get she's she's either going to get what she what she asked for back, or she's going to take the value of it. I think out of the side of the building. There's uh, not much value left on that building. She told us she was going way. after him. And, and yeah. oh, dude. I would not want to be battling with her. Yeah. No. No. So as so as hard as she's going at the hotel, the hotel for my wedding was a disaster, is imagine the exact opposite in a positive way is how she's like going to, to all my vendors that did a good job. She's sending them letters and mm-hmm. writing them letters of recommendation yeah. and going on yeah. every wedding website and writing them reviews. Because everyone that did a good job did an amazing job. Everybody yeah. that did a shitty job couldn't have been worse. Yeah. fucking yeah. people. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt really bad about that. I felt yeah. really bad that everybody had such a hard it's time. It's too with bad that, because it I was, thought it was so funny. uncalled for. You know, <laughs> yeah. it just that—that's the part that kills you. You know, like yeah. if you couldn't check in early, just tell people you couldn't check in early. Mm-hmm. Don't don't tell them it's fifty bucks and hand them. You know, what was really funny. Later. The way one of the Scumbags. women worded it, she was like, "Oh well, you, since it's so busy today, we talked to my manager, and he said we needed to have this fee." It's almost like they made it up on the spot. I'm like, yeah, what totally the yeah, they're totally splitting did. it with the like, cleaning yep. lady. Yeah, yep. yeah. They totally, totally, totally did. Which uh, I, I, I hate, dude. So that's like that was the big thing about the hotel was the bait and switch that they pulled on me. Yeah, and I went to war with them a few times before the wedding, but I already had my money, so like I couldn't really do much. But I tore into them a few different times before the wedding to the point where Angela was like. All right, like we got to deal with these people. Like, and, I, and I'm usually the one. I, I don't. I don't do that to anybody unless i'm 100 percent sure that i'm right yeah i'm mm-hmm. usually very easy to deal with but these people pissed me off but anyway i'm still fighting with the tent company over some shit but oh god <laughs> i'm not done with that nothing's yet. easy nothing so. is easy but anyway everything it, was great it turned yeah. out great though yeah it was it was, yeah, really a good it, was time. it was it worked out it worked out it was a lot of fun it was worth it just to see jimmy dressed up so. oh that's right god, the yeah. greatest shit ever I can't oh, wait God. to see the photos from that. When the, the photo booth up, photos are great. When somebody shows up with their sports coat rolled up like a towel going to the beach, like it's like, 
It was only. We Remember you're a kid, you roll up your towel and you get your, your swim shorts in the middle of your towel. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how Jimmy had his stuff back. I think you and Jimmy made it an hour and a half in, and your, your hats were already back on your head. So oh God! Total boat I, yeah, hat. I, yeah, yeah. The hat had to go back on. I, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just dude, feel like no. everybody's looking Jimmy's at me. Jimmy's shoes Toupe were untied. I mean, Jimmy's walking yeah. around. Jimmy's shoes were untied. Jimmy's walking around there. with wingtips and his laces dragging on the ground. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the was, hell is well, how going is he on? How is supposed to tie him? What do you to- What do you mean? I love it. Who's he gonna bend over and tie him? Well, uh, yeah. He's too embarrassed to ask you to tie him. He can't bend over and tie his shoes. Why do you think he wears slip-ons? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ! I would have tied him. I would have tied him. For this him. is stuff for the yeah. pre-show. Yeah. Poor yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy's our only. Dude, Jimmy the best is our only faithful listener. How about when he pulls yeah. out that Rambo knife, that switchblade? And he's flipping yeah. it all around. That. I'm like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. people and probably. I, well, you almost stabbed. The I almost photo stabbed the guy. photo guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he shouldn't have been so froggy, right Nami. Uh, I know. <laughs> anyway, enough about me and my wedding. What have you guys been up to? Has anyone made anything? I did. I made a little baby birdhouse. What the hell have I made? <laughs> Out of popsicle sticks. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I just posted it on Instagram. Well, you. What did you? You did a. Uh, who did you work with? What did you, did you help Jeff with his epoxy uh, thing? No, right? so Didn't he, just he do something? yeah, he screwed up. He was trying to be like Jimmy and uh, screw up his uh, epoxy. He um, Jimmy destroyed his, but he Jeff did it, and he went to wipe off something, and like it got all like like a little like funky, gooey. So yeah. he got a scotch brace, oh. tried to clean it. He's like, how am I going to use this for knife handles if I can't clean it with a scotch bright? So he went at it with a scotch bright and it got all foggy. So he, I, he didn't know what to do. So I said, listen, take the whole thing, scuff up the whole thing, and then like it's like a magic trick. Pour a layer of epoxy on it and it makes all the scratches mm. go away. And he did it. I was like, just pour it and don't touch it. Get the little bubbles out and don't touch it. And it came out nice. So he was nice. happy with yeah, it. Yeah, no, it but... looked really cool. I, I love those... Uh... Those progression yeah. things yeah, that they yeah. do. Yeah, they're neat. They're neat. I, I really think they're so cool. Yeah, I felt bad. It just we, we, we were supposed to do one for Cliff over the summer. And mm-hmm. um, this was before he got his laser. And we were just so busy with the show. We never got the time to do it. So I felt bad. It was like dragging it on all summer long. But it forced him to get a laser. laser so, yeah, yeah, so now he can do them himself. He doesn't need me anymore. Yeah, I, got, so. I realize more and more that i got to get a, some sort of a laser. You might be I've able to get one. I've got a couple of one. pending deals. Huh? I'll tell you in the after show. You might be able to get one. Oh. But, oh. That's yeah. music to his ears. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've had, a, I've had yeah. a couple pending deals with laser companies, and for some reason they all fall apart, which the time for me to have one was when I was making all my wedding shit. I could have promoted the fuck out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, know what it is. So many people are buying them. They don't want to deal with anybody. Like they, You know what I mean? They don't need any publicity. They can't even keep them in stock still. I know. So wow. it's just crazy. I just don't know. It's just a lot of people in this world. I don't know what the hell all these people are doing with lasers, but they. Um, Nobody wants to go back to work, so. Yeah, yeah, they're sure. they're gonna make um, placeholders at weddings or mm-hmm. something. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with them, but. You see, in the know. UK with the truck driver shortage, they're making the military drive the gas trucks. Whoa. Oh really? There's no truck drivers in the UK. I was reading about it today, and Alex right. Steele actually mentioned it in his last video. So. Because of the because of Brexit, a lot of the truck drivers were foreign nationals, and they lost their citizenship. 
And then because of COVID, they stopped accepting new applications. I guess you have to do some sort of physical test. So Mm -hmm. 40,000 applications. They said 120,000 truck drivers left the country and 40,000 new applications weren't seen due to COVID. And now their trucking shortage is so bad that they, they have no fuel. So they have they have no fuel being delivered to like bus depots and ambulance depots and and uh, fuel stations. There's no fuel to drive, and it's so bad that the government has had to now mandate that the only available people that I guess can't say no right are the military. That they I don't I have no idea how big the British military is, but it has to be millions of wow. people, able-bodied people that are trainable. So now they're now the military now has to step in and drive for the gas companies to provide fuel just to the country. Well, did you no hear fuel. about what they're doing in Boston? Similar no. thing, a small scale, bus drivers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Snowplow God. drivers. National Guard was called too. up for bus drivers. I so. just saw a thing that they're desperately short on snowplow drivers mm-hmm. for this winter. Mm-hmm. That they're they're seeing they're they're expecting massive infrastructure problems because there just aren't enough snowplow truck drivers and DPW workers for mm. uh, for the coming like you know winter season. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's something. So I, weird think, how I think unemployment benefits are over now. They are. Right? I'm pretty they sure are. they're over. They are. But a lot of people, you know, I, I think a lot of people just were like, screw it, man. You know, a lot of people just, I, I don't know what the hell they But are. how do you say screw it if you got no fucking income? Yeah, I yeah. Don't understand. You got to work eventually. Well, it just, first of all, it just ended recently. You know what yeah. I mean? So, True. I mean, so it takes a little while. But uh, some people did probably go into other professions. I, same, mm. I, similar story with the laser. I'll give you another story in the after show about that. But, um, yeah, I tried doing it. It just didn't work out for me. I got to go back mm. to work. So <laughs> I tried to do it, but, yeah. yeah. So what have you been making, Paul? Um, the usual stuff. Nothing super exciting. Um, well, how's the truck coming along? Have you made any progress on like? I sent you a truck. Did you, you see did? that truck I sent you? No. It was like a fifty-one. I sent you a fifty-one F three. Oh no way! It was for sale. It was. I saw it on Facebook. It was expensive, but it was. Yeah. It was like six grand, which I don't remember oh, okay. what you paid for yours. That but was about. What I mean, I, I I don't know what the value of them are, so I was thinking of it for you as like a parts truck. Yeah. Or maybe it was an F one hundred or an F three. F- it's gonna huh. bother me now if I can't find it. But um, anyway, I just I've been thinking about your truck and what, what's the progress. Well, right? I was just actually I was at the shop for a little bit today talking to Louie, and I was talking to my dad, and we were discussing. And I I was thinking about it, and there's so many things that I need and just completely don't exist out there. The bed, mm-hmm. the tailgate, the running boards, the rear fenders. None of it is available, and I need like all those mm. things. And the so and I is was, it an F three or an F one? It's an F three. It's an F three. Okay. And if it was an F one slash, you know, the newer ones are F one hundreds, the older ones are F ones. If it was an F one, I could get every single part. So honestly, I'm th- thinking about buying a new, more modern frame meant for an F one, putting mm. the cab and the front end on, and then just buying a new bed an F1 bed, a six-foot mm. bed, or six-and-a-half-foot, or whatever it is, and just transforming it into an F1 because it's going to cost... I was thinking about it. It'll end up costing about the same, and it'll be 10 times easier 
trying to fabricate parts that I don't know have any business fabricating. Like I'm not a sheet metal guy. I'm not a body guy. Like I can mm-hmm. weld and do steel fabrication, but not that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's just going to take forever. And I'm ne- I know I'm never going to have the time to get it done in a reasonable amount of time. So my plan is getting a frame, which you can buy a frame with that's totally powder coated, like a new tube frame, a modern performance frame with Mm -hmm. full suspension disc brake setup everything you need different rear differential and axle and front axle and everything for like 10 grand or 11 grand which is what it would which is what it would cost me between sandblasting this frame trying to straighten it a little bit because there's like a little kink in it sandblast Mm -hmm. it straighten it powder coat it redo all the suspension because the suspension's totally shot um and then put disc brakes on it which will be another two grand which i don't even know if they make disc brakes for an f3 because it's totally different than an f1 so it's just Mm going to be a nightmare trying to get this truck you know try to restore this f3 because there's nothing out there for it literally nothing yeah 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 so that's my latest thing i i I think that's what i'm gonna have to do because I don't Did think... you figure out if the motor was cracked? Weren't you worried that the motor was cracked or something? Um, Did you get it to run or we're, anything? Louis is going to take it to the machine shop Tuesday, I think he told me. I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything majorly wrong with it. From what I've learned about flatheads is almost all of them have minor cracks that aren't really a problem just because the way they're mm-hmm. designed. Um, some of them have major crack, but this thing, when it ran, it started right up. It wasn't smoking. It didn't seem like there was anything too, you know, wrong with it. So I have some pretty high hopes and Louie thinks it's going to be fine. So, um, for now, that's the motor I'm going to go with. So he's going to drop it off and have all the, the work done to it and have it totally rebuilt, you know, whatever I need to do. Um, it looks like it's in good shape, so we'll see what happens with that. And so, I don't know. If I get the new frame, it'll go a lot quicker. And I'll end up with a truck that rides a lot better probably, you know, with a modern suspension and disc brakes. And I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, it's like a long-term project. Yeah. Trying to get it done tomorrow. So I'd like to have it done for next summer, you know, like in in eight months from now, have it done. So I can drive it around and enjoy it next year when the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it'll probably end up costing me more money to try and keep it an F3 and ha- what am I going to do? Have someone custom make the bed and custom make the steps and there's no tailgates out there. Like that would cost a fortune to have like some, you know, you have to buy artisan. You have to buy another F, you have to buy an F3 that's complete with a bad motor and yeah. swap all the shit over. Yeah. I mean, I see like, so I don't know. You don't really go on Facebook marketplace that much. Right? Sometimes I do. Like, not, not like you do. That, I, I mean, I'm on it like 10 times a day, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I have seen a bunch of F3 stuff on Marketplace because I've been half looking for myself, half looking for Macklin yeah. for a truck. Like, I don't really want to buy a truck, but at the same time, like more and more I have a need for one. Yeah. So like the other day, I actually happened to find a, um, I found a 2002, uh, let me look it up now. I found a 2002 F2, F550 hook lift diesel four-wheel drive manual you know like a like a dumpster truck but it with, with an f550 cab so it looks like a regular pickup truck oh okay you know? yeah yeah um like this um oh okay 
What motor's in that? That's not the 7.3. It's got a 7.3 diesel. Oh, does it? Oh. Yeah. 22,000 bucks. Um, hmm. which a hook lift truck is like a, is like 90 grand. If you buy a brand new, how many miles like five, on it? Five fifty, two hundred thousand. but it's a diesel. Um, uh. and it's, you know, it's clean. I don't know. Like, but, but either way, I just happened to be looking yeah. and I sent it to Macklin cause he's opening a general contracting company. Oh, okay. So I was like, dude, if you have a dump, if you have your own containers yeah, from a logistics standpoint, especially where we are with tight roads and stuff, if you can drop your own containers and move them as you need. You can actually make a good... Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Amount of money just moving containers for yourself. That's true. Because you charge the client for the dumpster. Yeah, if you're going to you use know? it as a truck for that intended purpose, it probably wouldn't be too bad of a deal. But if you were going to, if I thought you yeah. were going to buy it and like convert it into like a flat. No, bed. if I was going to buy a truck like this, I would just buy it because I think long term for me with the stuff I want to do in the in my future, right? With like redeveloping some property upstate and redeveloping yeah. something that I buy on New York, it would be great for me to have my own dumpster that I can just drop, do what I got to do with. And then, and then in the, in the other stuff that I do with buying machines and buying, you know, towing stuff, that'll tow anything, right? It's yeah. Like Five fifty, And then, um, if I, I would, I, the first thing I would do if I bought a truck like that is I would get one of those prefabricated hook lift flatbeds and just use it. Like you use your truck, like a flatbed. You know, and you don't need to take the deck off, but at least then you're driving it around. It's more useful. And yeah. it's also not suffering from all the drag of a fucking full container on the back. Yeah. You know, um, and it would look almost like your flatbed does. Uh-huh. It would have a, a taller, like, headache rack, but it would almost look like a regular flatbed, oh, but just okay. be a lot more capable. I didn't realize you, know you I mean? can put a uh, flatbed on that type of a truck, but that that would be good if you can. And then you could well, like, dump so it So what it off. is is... Yeah, so that's what's cool about it is it's a swappable flatbed. Oh, I like that. So you could basically, so you buy them prefabricated. And what's really cool, and I've always thought as a general contractor, I always thought that this would be such a cool way to operate is instead of like when you go to a job site, like when we used to build houses, right? We'd, everybody would like load their tools at the end of a house and put it in their car, their truck, and then bring it to the next job site. And then you got to move it and whatever. I always thought it'd be so cool to get a container that could go on a hook lift like that, that that was like your shop at a a job site. So that when you got to a job site, you dropped your container and it had your table saw, your band saw, your drill press, like all the stuff that a job site wants to have but never does inside the container. And it's just at the job site. It's secure. It's watertight, you know, like what you talk about doing with your office. Yeah. But instead of having to like hire a low boy and a trailer and, you know, try to drag it if it gets caught in the mud – 
you just have your own vehicle that you can just hook and put back in. Um, and what's cool about having the, the flatbed on a hook lift is that if you ever were at a, in a position where you needed to load something heavy and you didn't have a forklift or something, you're literally putting your flatbed on the ground. It's this high off, yeah. eight inches off the ground. I like that. You could drive a car onto it, you know? Um, you could guys put the bobcat put, on it. Uh, yeah, guys put mini excavators in containers and yeah. then hook them up, you know, into stuff. It's I've very steep and you have to be really careful with your, with your chains and shit. You know, because obviously, like something could slide. But I don't know. I just think if you're gonna if you're gonna sp- if you're gonna do general contracting in a way where you're always gonna need dumpsters and you're constantly gonna be running around from jobs and you're gonna spend a hundred grand, you could probably make you have a better ROI on a truck like that for that application. It doesn't really work for you because you need a long truck, yeah, for steel members and shit. But anyway, um, so the, that's the long way around me saying I've been seeing a lot of Ford trucks on marketplace and. Every now and then, the old ones come up. So I think that there's a market for you to get uh, maybe some parts for yours on uh, on Marketplace. Yeah, there, I like your idea of converting be. it. I think it just makes sense to go to something that's more uh, regular, regularly available. It's it's right? the truck. I mean, it's not going to be all original, but it's like I don't think these F3s are worth much. Like they're not some rare sought after mm. vehicle. Like I, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not going to sell this thing anytime soon. And I just want a nice truck to drive around. Want something that works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want something that works, you know, like to me, I think a, a person that's going to buy your truck in the, in the future is going to want a vehicle that looks like your truck, but yeah. functions like, yeah. like Trent Presler's yeah. is like a Sierra, right? Is it like a 2012? I think it like is. Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it look, but who cares? I would buy that truck from him in a second. Yeah, me too. Because it looks cool and it and it's going to get you there. Who the hell wants to have something that's all original and doesn't get more than five yeah. minutes down the road? And you you want, don't want to just drive it for lunch. You want a comfortable ride. You want disc brakes. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. It'll just be so much easier, and it won't be as long because my truck is this truck is long. It's got an eight foot bed. I, it's a I big, measured it. It's a big ass <laughs> truck. So if I can shorten it up yeah. a little bit, make yeah. it more drivable, and it's got big like truck tires on it. Like the F one hundreds have like you know slightly smaller tire that you know it just makes a little more yeah. sense, um, but we'll see what happens with it. Um, that's the update. It's for a now. cool truck though. I love that truck. It's great looking truck, and the front end is like super cool looking. But I actually just ordered some I... stuff from Eastwood to like nice. a little sand like one of those small little sandblast cabinets just for small parts, and then yeah, like body filler and epoxy Should have primer. One of those in your shop, anyways. yeah, I needed one. Yeah. Um, but Louis keeps trying to find me a huge one. He sent me one that was like 10 feet long from Facebook Marketplace. It was like 200 miles away in New York. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? He's like, let's go get it. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Like, it was like 1500 bucks. Oh, dude, I find them all the time. And they're like, I got one for Serena and Eric. They yeah. wanted like a big one. And they were going to buy a brand new. If they're brand new. They're like five grand. Brand new, they're really expensive, and they're not complicated. Like, no, it's and I'm all for like, box. I mean, it's a box, and the yeah. and the pump and the cyclone. So I found them one in Queens, right by them, for like four hundred bucks. And yeah. Eric was like, "Yeah, listen." He goes, "It was." He goes, "I'll be honest." He goes, "It didn't look as good as it did in the photos." He goes, "But who gives a shit? It's going in their shop. It's not a." And no. they've been getting a lot of use out of and it. You can so replace I, that's the, the gun. Kind of thing where like, yeah, replace the, the glass. It's a ceramic tip. Yeah, that's, what, that's what's the real like important thing is that ceramic like orifice that pushes the the media out that's what's really important but, yeah um but yeah i that's that's cool i have I actually have a present for you that goes along with your truck oh. derek knows what it is 
but um, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. Mm-hmm. I, I right. got it. Uh, I got it the other mm-hmm. day, and it's of what year is your truck? Fifty. It's weird. It's, it says it's a fifty-three, but it's really a fifty-two. I okay, because what I got you is from 1951. Oh, okay, um, that's the same style. It's, uh, yes, it's it's not it's it's not a Ford thing, but it oh, kind of okay. goes with the truck. Oh, that's cool. Um, and the more I look into them, the cooler they look. Huh? What'd you say, Derek? It'll work. It'll work. It'll, it'll work. work. Oh, it'll definitely yeah. work. Uh, yeah, it'll I don't know what work. the hell so it could be. Huh? You'll have to wait. So yeah. yeah. When you come it's up, not, and it's not an. Get your it's not an Uwuga horn. Oh yeah. Well, that's what it is. This is this is your gift for getting the power hammer. So, um, but I, well, as soon as you know what it was, I didn't go to buy it. I actually bought an anvil. I bought a, um, I think it's a hay button. I bought a 125 pound hay button from a guy. Um, <laughs> Don't tell because I you bought another one, Chris. Holy yeah, I bought another shit. one. Well, so it's so funny. I bought this specifically to sell it at Maker Camp before I found out it was a hay button, and so now I think I'm going to keep it. Guns? hear gunshots or something or like fireworks oh jesus christ no. um no. stay low stay yeah low. stay low dude for did real you but see anyway that, yeah. did you see andrew's comment about um i forget what post it was about on the mine vice. asking for the offset vice yeah yeah so what i so what i th- what i think i want to do is i think i'm going to take the jaw off and just bring one jaw <laughs> dude you should bring the vice <laughs> i'd bring the vice I'll bring it. and I'll just bring say it. like just let him look at it and stuff do I not know. sell it I, to him though I know, I know. It's it's so funny. Like I should so put it on my table for like twenty bucks because mm. I'm bringing all the hammers. I'm not going home with these fucking hammers. Those <laughs> yeah. hammers are going upstate. So Paul, listen, if yeah. you want to take some hammers, you get them for nothing, oh, and okay. maybe I'll put some aside for you. I'll but take if a you want some, and and you should take some just to keep around, dude. They're great yeah. like, beating hammers yeah. just to have like in your shop. Um, but um, yeah, I'm bringing them up and. What I was thinking about doing, and I, I haven't figured out how to do it, but I, I, what I wanted to do was try to find a way to like label one of them very like inconspicuously mm. and make it so that if you buy that one, I'll give you something else. Oh, okay. Because I got, I got 10 of those marking knives laser cut, mm-hmm. and oh. I'm going to uh, finish a couple of them this week. And I'm going to put one in that maker swap that they're doing. They're doing like a little like kind of swap meet of, of maker stuff. So I was thinking I would try to figure out a way to like secretly make a prize within the bin of hammers. Like if you bought the hammer that has like the gold, the gold stamp on it, then I'll give you a make uh, a marking knife or something. Gotcha. But then everyone will just dig through the hammers looking for that one. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you just yeah. have to take a picture of the one hammer that you want to be the, the special mm. hammer and then just don't tell anybody that's a yeah that's a great idea i'll just take a picture of one yeah. hammer and then i'll scroll through and say if you bought this hammer yeah. you get a, a marking knife that's that's the way to do it yeah. see this is why you guys are come here come on <laughs> come on so what do you what are they having a thing to sell stuff i don't like know. tools or probably something? not to make her swap no, but i, I mean they, i just I think they yeah I think they uh Well, last time Austin actually got a bunch of like local antiques vendors to set up, remember? He had like yeah. those guys like off to the side where um what's his name was doing the sawmilling. Mm-hmm. Um Ronders. But like Chris brought a whole ton of sh- Chris brought a ton of shit last time. Yeah. I should bring some stuff that I want to get rid of. I have a bunch I have a bunch of smaller vices, like 4-inch vices that I'm never going to use for anything that I was thinking about just bringing up. It depends. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I my plans for the weekend keep changing because at first I figured I'd like be there for a day or two and then I just disappear like I normally do and go work on my property. But with everybody being there and all the cool stuff going on, I think I'm actually going to be there the whole time, oh, like God. doing shit. 
try not to pick up any red hot pieces of steel. Oh, oh God, please don't. That was one. I that know. was so terrible. But I have like, I have like a friggin' like a. Feels so um, bad. Oh God, it's. Oh, it's not even that bad. Remember that? Yeah, it's just merely a flesh wound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's merely a flesh wound. Like, dude, that's so merely bad. A, merely a flesh wound. His fucking skin's dripping off his face. Yeah. Right. I was scared. Yuck. It's so. It's so funny. My brother I'm glad recently I wasn't burned. There. Yeah, my brother recently burned his hand pretty bad, and um, and he like he I don't know what what happened, but he got like a like wax from like a candle all over his thumb. Like it fell oh. off a table, and he tried to catch oh, it. Oh shit! And you couldn't tell how bad it was because it was covered in wax. And when it finally came off, it was like as bad, if not worse, than the hand, the burn on my hand, but all over his thumb. Oh, and he was like, oh, dude, like, I felt so bad. I felt that so, so bad. That is, like, so the, the worst injury for anybody. I feel so oh. bad for people to get fucking burnt because it's, like, it's just such a painful fucking thing that they can't do anything for it. It's just mm-hmm. so disfiguring. It's like, oh, God, poor fucking Ugh. people. But, uh... But you know what I have? I have, like, boxes of, like, screws and shit. Like, all sorted and stuff. All that shit I want to get rid of. I'm looking at the shit on my shelves. Like, I should just load up my truck and just be like, yeah, take it. Yeah. I mean... So much stuff. Well, people get lost in the moment um, at at these kind of things, too. And they just buy shit. I mean, I I can think of all the random shit I bought at the flea market just because I'm there. Yeah. The flea market is going to be, the ground, the earth's going to sink in. The the vendors have no idea what's coming for them on (laughs) Sunday morning. Because everybody that's never been there is like just enamored by the flea market. They're like, oh, I can't, they're going to be, there's going to be so much great stuff. Little do they know that Jimmy and us, I, I, me, I bought most of it. Like, it's all gone. Like, you know, like, yeah. all the good shit, I feel like, is gone from that flea market. It's so funny because I had somebody message me this morning, and they were going to the one local to me. And they're like, are you going? And I'm like, actually, I was going to go this week, but I'm not going. I'm like, I don't need anything from there and stuff. And What, I, you were going to go to? Uh... To the one local to me, Todd Farm. Todd and, Farm. That was yeah. cool. I liked it when oh, we yeah, that year. That, that yeah, that, yeah, that's a good flea market. And uh, I said, message me. Let me know if you get anything good. And he's like, oh, there was some stuff there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? That's what sucks about that place. Like, a lot of it's just, like, antique dealers that already have it all cleaned up. They know it's worth money. You know, there's mm-hmm. nothing, you know, there, especially with the Internet now. Everybody looks everything up. And, mm. you know, you got to find it in somebody's basement, you know. To, yeah. You know, but um, that's the that's the tricky. But that's like every now and then there's a real like gem at the at the flea market. Like when I bought that Sawyer's anvil that the guy said was a elevator weight yeah. for like fifty bucks. Yeah, like that was a great. Like yes. that was like one of the things because yeah. nobody could identify it there. Yeah, but then like as soon as I got it home, it was like Chris just sold one of the same weight for I think six hundred dollars. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You know, and well, like, that- but you know. When I was at um, a wedding the week before your wedding, uh, Christina's cousin, he's doing cleanouts, And it's mm. funny, talk about a small world. He's um, local and, you know, town local to us. He, the guy he works for, lives there. And uh, Christina's like, you know, is it so-and-so? And he's like, how do you know him? She's like, I work for his girlfriend. She's the dentist at the office I work at. And I was like, how do you know that? She's like, there's only so many people in this town doing cleanouts, you know. But he had sent me some pictures of some stuff he had um, found. The guy kind of collects junk, too, obviously, mm. you know, if he's a 
clean out guy but he had some nice stuff like some older stuff but nothing like i really need you know a lot of just old yeah. weird shit that it's just i don't have the room for it as it is so i'm like unless i need it i'm not getting anything yeah i know I mean, that's why i just passed uh, on that bandsaw that bandsaw from 1932 i sent you a picture mm -hmm. of the guy didn't end up selling it and he messaged me and i was gonna go get it but i'm like you know what i do need a second bandsaw but i don't need one right now and i don't need yeah. one two hours Where the hell are you gonna put it and it's like I got rid of the small band saw right oh. now, so it was replacing that one. So you got I got a dust collector to go pick up, my friend. Yeah, I'm getting that this weekend. Well, next weekend, yeah. and you know, the fume extractor maybe. I, I don't even think I can fit it in my truck to get it home. So they'll have you to probably wait for can't fit time. both. No, I can't. I can't. Just you know what? You eh, hopefully Drew I don't know. He, he'll be loaded for bear, but you you could talk to our friend Lucas and see if he's coming back with room. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll take just one for now. i got to take a cabinet home from Jimmy's for some cabinet? guy. Yeah, he, he the Rock oh. Love video he did like a year ago, some guy bought that. Huh. And the guy's close to me, I think. He better be close to me because I'm not. <laughs> it's coming It's coming to my house, and that's where it will sit. Uh, but, gosh. no, he's a nice guy, and he's been patient. You know, and he's just like, next time you go up, if you could grab it. You know, he's like, I'll take care of you. So, hmm. I gotta get that, so we'll see. We'll see. Strap nice. it to the roof. Yeah, I, I, I did. Uh, aside from that, what else? What else have I gotten? Because what? So this is what happens when I travel a lot. When I have downtime, I just buy shit on the internet, hmm. and I just have a sense of the house. Because I'm just like, oh, I need this. Like, uh, I'll just get like another set of drills or something. Because I, when I get home, I think about the time that I'm away, and I'm like, when I get home, I'll have less time, so I want to have the next. The next thing. That's but what was one bad of the things when I was doing the show every night. Oh, like, yeah. I was just buying stuff. I was like, oh, God, mm -hmm. I got to stop this. Yep. I think about my time away, too, as like a, a way to, you know, I, I don't travel for free. So for work. So I'm mm -hmm. like, ah, oh, I got extra money when I get home. I could buy this. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> Sick thing. But uh, coming up, well, you know, coming up next, I, I mentioned it like, the, and I posted it on my Instagram. Um, those marking knives that I had made and, and showed off last year, I got uh, 10 of them from Send, Cut, Send. Uh -huh. And um, I'm, I want to really, like, make those. I want to, like, make them and turn them into a thing. And I'm thinking about the Christmas season and stuff. And originally I was going to make them in-house. But what I wound up doing was I got the, the male part cut from Send, Cut, Send. And then I got an aluminum, two aluminum pieces that fit on the sides so that uh -huh. I could make a clamping block for the milling machine. So that mm -hmm. I can mill the slot in them. Mm -hmm. And I just had it all done by them. They wound up being like, I won't say how much they cost each because then people will bitch when I start charging them a real price <laughs> for them. But they yeah. were reasonably priced. Yeah. And the ones I got prototyped are just stainless just because I just I didn't want to get a, a hardenable stainless because I know I didn't have time to heat treat them. But mm -hmm. I'm thinking more and more that like for a marking knife that ha comes under such little abuse, I might be able to do just a stainless mm. that, you know, because like what are you doing? You're not cutting a cutting your meals with it you're just using yeah. a very fine edge so i'm thinking yeah. maybe if it helps keep the price down to the when i start to sell them maybe i could just use a, a stainless and 316 and is pretty hard them. that's what i was thinking 316 is hard and if it doesn't necessarily have to be like a knife knife you know yeah. it has to mark an edge so we'll see i'm gonna bring i'm hopefully gonna get all 10 of them uh done and bring them up to the maker camp and you know give some out to some of the friends and 
you know it's such an you can see how it works when you're doing steel it's such an obtuse edge like a uh mm-hmm. it's not like some razor yeah. thin chef knife like yeah it's so yeah. chunky you know could that's the way mm-hmm. the thing is designed i, you, I bet 316 yeah. is more than enough because you know like you said mm-hmm. you're not cutting uh sushi with it you know yeah, and, and it's not like I'm not I'm not gonna try it's not gonna be an illusion. I'm not gonna tell people like, oh, this is hardened yeah, you know yeah. like uh S thirty five. It's it's stainless steel. That's it. You know, like and if you and maybe I could do a hardened one and it just has to be obviously a lot more expensive because there's so much more, especially with warping and shit. Because I want that thing to be like flat and really nice. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. you can imagine uh you can imagine what com- complexity would be added if you start putting in hardening and then warping and you know stainless steel heat treating is a pain in the ass with the foil and shit I, anyway I, bet I just want to make it affordable if you took that 316 and you heated up the very edge with like a, a torch and then just like mm. quench it like we were drilling through stainless the other day like out in the field and mm-hmm. like my guy i told him i'm like you cannot drill super fast you have to go as slow as possible mm-hmm. with stainless and he drilled of course he drilled super fast and he heated it up I, and I used yep. a new bit. I barely could get through it because it, it hardened. Crazy you start, you start to hear it, it squeal. It, it was squealing, yeah, and I'm like, it, it oh, hardened really fast. So yeah, you probably yeah. could get it hard if you if you just got it to like a dull. This is not probably proper technique, but it'll, I think it'll work. Like if you got it to like a cherry mm-hmm. red, it would probably get super hard. Yeah. Hard, hard, as hard as you would need it to get. Without doing oh, yeah. amazing There's... how hard that shit is. It's nuts. Yeah. Stainless. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I people don't um realize how uh how how much harder stainless is just to work. Oh with my god. Until they until they like have to do a project with it. I super they, like, hard. Cut cut something on a bandsaw and it's all stainless. I have a sheet like, oh, of it sucks. that's like a thirty second of an inch, I'm guessing, and it's like hot as a rock. It's yeah. like it's so thin too. It's just crazy looking how how tough it is, you know. Yeah. Oh, when so when we I, I posted about it on my Instagram um a couple months ago because Matt and I had to make those little socket caps for the art company. Oh yeah. And we had, it was like 032 stainless sheet. We had to cut one and a half inch holes. And I burned through like four hole saws just drilling oh, yeah. slugs. And that's why I went to the water jet. And the water jet like could give a shit what it is. Which is amazing. It's like why you really realize the benefit of a water jet when you have to deal with hardened material. But like obviously, not everybody has access to a a, a, a small shop water jet. But like, I couldn't believe it when I brought the project over to Matt's shop for the first time. I was like, oh yeah, we have to make five of them. We'll just use a hole saw. And I wound up burning out the hole saw. I brought his hole saw and then his shopmate's hole saw, just trying to cut like five of these stupid little discs i hate and like we using turned whole down saws drill press. it sucked and then i wound up like you know then i owed him a hole saw and the other kid a hole saw you know <laughs> and like i was like this this blows it was not good not very fun but i'm gonna have some t-shirts to bring up there we had a bunch Ooh, of t-shirts really yeah yeah really yeah that's very interesting. i think i'm getting them tomorrow the kids dropping them off Oh, I'm excited. How would you just get a couple sizes? or? Well, yeah, a guy I work with, I forgot. He has a T-shirt company. So mm-hmm. I forgot completely about it. So he's hooking me up. And, um, nice. Yeah, so I'm going to see how it goes. I might just get them from him and uh, see what happens. So we'll see. Very cool. Yeah. 
So what have you guys been watching while we wrap this one up? Oh, I just started good. The Sopranos. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, are you yeah. going to watch Saint, Many Saints of Newark? That's that why I, I wanted to watch that, but I'm like, let me watch The Sopranos first and finish that and so I know what mm. that movie's about. But I'm like on episode five or something. It's it's really good. It's such a good show. Oh, this so is your fun. first time watching I've never it? watched it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's amazing. He's so good. It's so... He's such a good actor. Mm. It's so funny, like the, yeah. the shit they say, though, like the little stuff you pick up on, like mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's what I've been yeah, watching. What's funny is I just went, um, I just went on my phone to look at, um, uh, oh no, this must be in Florida or something, and this is um, what the hell the is OSHA that? one there, the OSHA channel there. Oh my god! Uh, sure oh, was that the out. hook? Was that the the crane truck? No, no. This is the a guy who just he what a backhoe driving down the sidewalk That's with so stuff chasing him. Fuck. But um, do I want to talk about um, what I'm watching that crazy show on um, Netflix? Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Everybody else what's is. It? Why not? What's it called again? Squid I don't know. something. Squid, Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah, you watch that. Squid if you Game. know what it is. Watch it. If you're squeamish, don't watch it, please. Squid game. It's graphic, a lot, huh? A lot, of, a lot of death. A lot of death. It's just a a, a, a game. A game show, I guess. That hmm. uh, my son had recommended. Hmm. No, let me find something from YouTube. This is bizarre. I don't want people... I don't want, I don't want the few people that we have following us. Unfollow us, please. Oh, tonight... My buddy, my buddy Michael Mezalik is releasing another three D uh, thing. I love that thing. Oh, your your um, the three D uh, guy. Yeah, I, I've been just like, oh my god! I, I just thought he was talking about Mike Malak for a second. Logan Paul. So friend. was I. I was like, who's Who that? Are you watching Mike, Mike Your friend Logan Mike? Paul's buddy. Oh god, god. I like them. Um, They're pretty funny. No, you know, I've been I've been into their podcast. It's a little bit out of bounds sometimes, but otherwise it's pretty funny. Yeah, um, they grew out. Of, Logan Paul like totally grew out all his like immature like you know everyone used yeah. to hate on him a couple years ago, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I find this shit entertaining. He's like a totally different mm-hmm. uh, guy. Um, I don't know. No, know who I'm gonna say? And I watched it this morning. Was Hand Tool Rescue? Mm-hmm. Did you see the computing cheese cutter video? I didn't watch the whole thing, but it, I, I, I skimmed it because it's a lot. But yeah, it's, it is a lot. He does such a good job. He He's does, just, but that thing job. is such a crazy thing. you got to watch it to the end where he literally cuts the cheese. Mm-hmm. But um, it's crazy. He gets like a, a quarter of a block of cheese, and he figures out what the weight was, mm-hmm. and he puts all the figures in, and then he sets it to cut like – eight ounce slice of cheese and it mm-hmm. cuts off eight ounces of cheese yeah it's like it's unbelievable how that thing works yeah it's amazing did you see it paul no it's like just a round it looks like a lazy like a wheel of cheese yeah yeah with like a big it's chopping like it's knife. like a, a chop yeah oh. a chopper but just the way chopper, that it works is and it's got all these levers and adjusters mm-hmm. and you adjust it like when it's got different tags for i don't know if it's different prices of cheese or whatever and yeah. you, you adjust all these levers, and then when you pull it, 
it will compute what size it needs and it slices off that slice of cheese it's crazy it is so crazy and it's like one of those things that it was made i don't know what year it was from but it was like made back when like companies were proud like of how they made 1920 like like the plates and stuff and the name tags it's just it's unbelievable the thing it's just crazy it would have been like a quick way to get close to the weight so that if you weren't wasting time like cutting a piece of cheese that was over or under what somebody wanted it's really cool. And what, what amazed huh. me about it was I can't imagine that there was a ton of information about it for Eric to I know. find. But I he know. still did the whole thing, like, kind of front to back. I know. There's, like, some pieces missing and stuff. Yeah. I've he, never he seen anything like it. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what made me think of it because he, he had to recut it out of stainless. You know, it's not yeah. like shopping or anything. But. Oh, Paul, you'll need this thing. You're yeah. going to need this. Yeah. I like I mean, cheese. You're going to need one. There's a good oh, yeah, cheese shop near me. Yeah. Love cheese. Oh, my God. Yeah. That thing's I've never seen looking. anything like it. Yeah, it's crazy. Very it cool. has, like, levers and stuff, like, gears underneath. It's crazy. Whoa. Yeah, he did a he did a, a really great job on it. Way to go, Eric. Yeah. So. You're the best. Oh, I have another one that people would probably yeah. like for, if like, maker-type videos was I watched Blackbeard mm-hmm. Projects where he took the gold out of all the recycled, uh, um, like, electronics. That uh-huh. was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because he has like, he has like, you know, 30 pounds of like, uh, circuit boards and shit and Ram chips and, and Mm. all the computer components at the end of the video, he gets like literally a quarter. If you took a grain of rice and cut it into four pieces, he got like one quarter of a grain of rice worth of gold. It was so funny. He used all these chemicals and. And was like dissolving the gold into a solution, into acid, and then he was using something mm-hmm. else to bring it back out of solution, and then he strained it in a filter, and he gets the tiniest little piece of gold. It was so funny, but it was interesting to see what he did. You know, it was a good video. Yeah, it's it's that's it's very cool. I it um, there was a similar video. I think I talked about it in another one of our episodes of that guy. Um, uh, Oh, what, with the platinum? Shit, what was his name? Cody. Yeah, the platinum guy. The guy that harvested the platinum from the from the dirt on the side of the highway. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, did I talk about that? that? I think you, yeah. I think you yeah. did. Yeah, you Like, did. he literally just swept up that, like, black dirt that's on the side of every road because it naturally has platinum from catalytic converters, and he took, like, pounds of it and wow. he mined, like, a certain amount of platinum from it. But um, That reminded me of Paul, something yeah, I saw. Pretty cool. This artist in China took, like, a shop vac or something. And like vacuumed up the air, like the pollution in the air for like a year. Oh. And he made like a br- oh. he made a brick of the solids oh. that he sucked in, like from really? the air. He had some type of special vacuum. And he just walked around like China, like sucking in air. He was like a Chinese artist. It was interesting. Um, oh. I don't know. Paul, if you if you liked that, go watch this guy. I don't know how you say it. It's S R E E T I P S. Three tips. S R E E T I P S. T I P S. And look up gold plated pins. He buys 10 pounds of these gold plated pins on eBay. And I don't know what they use them for. They must use them for some kind of manufacturing. They're like little push pins, but they're gold plated. Hmm. And he literally gets the gold out of oh, them. Oh, wow. And hmm. it's amazing. It, it's a lot of gold he gets. Not, not a lot, but it's more than a grain of rice. But um, it's just it's just unbelievable the process. The guy's obviously like a, you know, he's not a, and it's not in a chemistry lab, but mm. he's obviously 
knowledgeable of what, what he's doing. It's it's definitely very dangerous when you have orange smoke coming out of things. It's um, yeah, that just looks like the kind of shit where if you take yeah. one raw, like yeah. weird breath, yeah. you're just dead. Yeah, you it's like die. it's like blue liquid with orange yeah. smoke coming yeah. off. No it. thanks. It cannot be good, you know. No thanks. So. Yeah, so but it, that is it was cool. pretty interesting how he did it though. It's yeah. just amazing, but a lot of good know. stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of way to pass time on the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been watching the Samurai Carpenter's like off-grid cabin that he's been doing. Uh, I'm gonna uh, watch get inspiration I for watch yours. In a while. Um, he's going a little further than I'm. Like he bought like property that's only accessible by boat. Oh my god! And he made a whole video about why he's kind of doing it because he wants like a more kind of he wants a purer life for him and his family as you know a couple of kids and you know they live. Near Isn't he already water, but... in the wilderness? He's pretty pure. Yeah, he wants yeah, to yeah, be kinda, purer. Yeah. So, um, but he but it's so funny. I mean, it's not it's kind of funny. But he built like a dock, and then I guess had a surveyor come out after he built it, and the surveyor was like, "Yeah, it's too close to the neighbor's property line." Uh. And all I and so he didn't move it. And all I kept thinking was like, "Dude, how the fuck are you in the woods? Like, you are so far out in the woods, and you still had to move your shit because of the property line? Like, yeah. I would just pay the neighbor, like." buy it from him but whatever the sliver of land is like yeah. uh, the, the problem but it's cool that, he's doing you know he's a real purist carpenter you know he's yeah, doing like he's, a timber frame cabin and yeah. he's you know, unbelievable he's very talented yeah yeah i, I super wish talented. he was uh coming for this I, I should have mentioned it to him but it's a lot for him to get here but uh have you ever oh, stayed yeah. on an island other than like australia or the dominican like uh island island we every mm-hmm. summer we would rent a place and uh you know, it was like an island with maybe like 20 houses on it. You're only mm. accessible by boat. Oh, I did. I stayed on Mackinac Island, which yeah. is not only 20 houses, but yeah. only accessible by boat. No yeah. cars. Which, it's great until, like, somebody has a heart attack or something. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like we, yeah. we ordered pizza one night, and it's just, you know, like a 10-minute, 15-minute boat ride to the dock, and then you get the pizza yeah. right there. See you tomorrow. But, yeah, we were, we were halfway back, and we got caught in this, like, thunderstorm that was just like you know terrifying, that's a you know? far boat just, ride yeah. that's pretty far off from like mainland 10, 10, 10 15 minutes, minutes? i no, mean no no it's no because it's like no wake zones and stuff oh, like that and it's so mm-hmm. it's i thought you're in open bit, water you know? cruising for 15 minutes no no no, <laughs> like, no that's no, far no 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 gotcha but it's like you know lake winnipesaukee has a ton of islands yeah. oh it's in the lake houses oh, on oh. And stuff. yeah yeah, but it's still. Yeah, he's it's on like, a lake too. He's I, I on a lake too. I and it's think gorgeous. Of that. Yeah. I mean, dude, the, the the video I'll put in the thing is him building this timber frame cabin, and like at the background of the video is like unbelievable. It's like the fog on the mountain and the yeah. and the, the lake. I'm and it's sure like, it's probably it's amazing. Crazy. It's amazing. But um, he's you know, always hounding me to go out there. I would love to go out there. But it's yeah, he, he, after I went to Banff, he's like, "Oh, you got to come visit." I'm like, "I would, I would love to." I mean, yeah. you know, we should we should do that. If you join the pre-show of the Handmade Podcast, you could help the Handmade Podcast. You could Podcast fund Chris's cast. trip. You could fund Derek and I, and we'll bring Paul yeah, to yeah. maybe we'll, Jimmy. We'll broadcast from uh, his. We'll broadcast, um, yeah. and we'll interview the Samurai Carpenter, um, and uh, we'll have a good old time. And, Come on, and people, you can make it happen. Be there to watch by joining the pre-show. Make it happen. 
Patreon.com slash Handmade Podcast. I think that does it for this week's episode. It was great to see you guys again. And I will see everybody soon. Maybe if Paul's around on Sunday, we will record a live uh, 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 in the same room episode of the Handmade Podcast for next week. But if you haven't already looked into the Maker Camp, you absolutely need to be there. Everybody's going to be there. If you're not there, you've basically just exiled yourself from the Maker community. It's hard to think that anybody would want to talk to you if you aren't at the Maker Camp in East Durham, New York. The milk run is Dude, possibly the best I was just going to say, that you'll ever have. the dud is going to be raking be it in. If it's not oh shut down. Oh, my God. If it's not shut down, check it out. The maker, Cats come out and make her camp. We'll see you think you my there. girl's going to make me one of her special uh, dishwater I, hot chocolates? I, yeah, I, I asked her to make 10 so that I could always have one ready for you, but I put them all in Stokes iced coffee uh, bottles. Ooh. So joke's on you. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.